Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. All right, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 to... Twenty-four. Ephesians chapter four, verses seventeen to twenty-four. Amen. So, the Bible says, "This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk." In the vanity of their mind. Now this scripture is very important because it shows us that you can be born again, a child of God, spirit filled, but still walk as a Gentile. Still walk as someone who does not know God. Still walk as someone who is not a believer. Because your walk is never born again. It is your spirit that becomes born again. That's why in the churches today, you'll find the Christians who are called by that name Christ in, but their behavior has nothing to do with the Christ they profess. It has nothing to do with the Christ whose name they are calling on. So the Bible says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you henceforth from this moment going forward, you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk. In the vanity of their what? Of their minds. Now, remember that these people that the Apostle Paul is talking to are also people who have just become born again. They are people who have just received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So they are also trying to learn. They are also trying to grow. They are also trying to metamorphose. They are also trying to change their lives. So the Apostle Paul says, now that you are born again, don't continue to walk as other Gentiles walk. In the vanity of their minds. So in other words, when you look at someone who is not born again, they are walking in the vanity of their what? Minds. They are controlled by their minds. They are led by their minds. They are guided by their minds. But whatsoever thoughts they have in their minds, it's called vanity. It's vanity. You are not even oh, hearing yes. me. It's vanity. It's a futility. It's empty. Now, what is the problem? The problem is they have got their understanding darkened. Having the understanding darkened. Being alienated from the life of God. Through the ignorance that is in them. We find that word again, ignorance. Amen. We find that word again, what? Ignorance. People who are not born again, their major problem is not hatred of God. Their major problem is, is, is ignorance. Because if people only had a glimpse of the, an understanding of how good God is, they would jump on the bandwagon. Oh, yes. If people knew how wonderful God is, they would begin to walk with him. Oh, yes. If people knew that whatsoever God says, don't do this, it's not for him, it's for us. 
they would love this God. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Are you following what I'm saying? If people only knew that there's futility in what they're trying to chase out there, they would begin to walk with this God. Amen. So being alienated from the life of God, if people only knew that there are two types of lives, there is the human life and then there's the life of God. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes. These are two different types of lives. They're not the same life. You see, someone who is not born again does not have the life that you have. The life that you have in you as a child of God is not the life that you got from your father and your mother. No, a million times no. Amen. We have got two types of lives on earth among humans. So there are humans with human lives. And then there are humans with God's life at work inside of them. Are you saying? Are you hearing me? When you become born again, God removes the human life out of you. And he implants his own divine life in you. Am I talking to somebody right here? Oh, so yes. when we are looking at you, we are not looking at someone who was born from your father and your mother. You may still associate yourself with them. That's what the Bible says, honor. But not obey. And now I'm confusing your theology. God give Papa. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 1. What does he say? Give me 1, 2, 3. Ephesians chapter 6. Give me Ephesians 6, 1, 2, 3. <laughs> are you here? We are here, Papa. I've lost you somewhere. We are following. Are you following? Oh, yes. I want us to read one, two, one, two, three, go. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. One more time. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Okay, let's go to verse 2. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Verse 3. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Let's go back to verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Which parents are these? Huh? Which parents are those? Spiritual parents. Spiritual parents. Your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Oh, yes. And the key word is children, obey your parents in the Lord. Are we together so far? Now, when you go to verse number two, they change a gear there. What is verse number two? What does it say? Honor thy father and mother. Now, that one is that one now, that one. Those ones. The ones who gave you the body that you have. What do you do? You honor them. They gave you a body. But the life which is now in you as a child of God is not the life that you got from your parents. The human life that you got from your parents, that one came to an end the day you became born again. Amen. I don't know how we process this information. I don't know how we think about this information. But it is information which is true. That when you became born again, the life that you got from your parents came to an end. That human life was terminated out of you. And there was a new life that came into you. You became born of the spirit. I'm not talking to someone right here. Oh, yes. That's why the Bible says in the book of John chapter 3, 
from verse number 1 to verse all the way to verse number 8. You see John chapter 3 from verse 1 to 8. The Bible says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and he said, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher who has come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said unto him, Verily, there are unto the except a man be born of water and of the spirit. Of the spirit and of water. Uh-huh. Spirit and what? Water. Two things. Except a man be born of what? Of water and of the spirit. He cannot what? Enter. It's a dimension. Oh, you're not hearing me. Oh, yes. It is a dimension. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? The first born again, he says he cannot see. But now when it comes to experiencing the dimension, it says you have to be born of water and of the spirit. When you are born of water and of the spirit, you enter into a dimension. Oh, yes. This dimension is called a dimension of the kingdom of God. I'm not talking to someone out here. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. Ah, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter. It is a dimension. It is a dimension. You enter into it. You enter into the fellowship of spirits. Oh boy, you're not hearing what I'm talking about. Verse number 6, the Bible says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Are you hearing me? So when you are born of the spirit of the living God, you enter into the fellowship of spirits. Say yes. Yes. It is a fellowship of spirits. A koinonia of spirits. A brotherhood of spirits. Oh yes. You are not hearing me. Oh boy, when you become born again, you were born of the spirit of the living God. You joined the rank of spirits. Am I talking to someone out here? Say yes. Yes. It is a fellowship of spirits. The brotherhood of spirits. The Bible says this God is a father of spirits. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth. And you can only hear the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh nor whether it goeth. So is every person that is born of the spirit. You are like the wind. People may not know where you are coming from. They may not know where you are going. But you are going somewhere. Say yes. Yes. You are going somewhere. So nobody should put a limit upon your life. Not even yourself. Because you don't know yourself. This year I'm going to introduce you to you. Oh, are yes. you hearing me? You have got no idea who you are. But by the grace of God, God is going to show you who oh, you are. Yes. There's going to be a revelation. You're going to begin to know who you are. Say yes. Yes. If people don't know who they are, they walk like nobodies. 
if people don't know who they are they walk like the person they saw on the screen if people don't know who they are they begin to speak like the person they met down the road but the moment you have got that self-identity you don't talk like that one you don't talk like that one you don't walk like that one. you begin to walk like this one that you have seen inside of you oh, yes. are you hearing me somebody say yes yes oh boy you graduate into a dimension of being original yeah. <laughs> I, Glory. that you henceforth walk not as a uh, not as other gentiles walk so the only kind of, the only knowing they had in them was the way they used to live from their father and their mother their culture molded them are you hearing me every culture has got an element of self-preservation every culture comes with an element of what self preservation so when you are born in that culture they will beat everything out of you to make sure that you conform to the culture so that the culture can be preserved if they allow people just to be doing anything they want anywhere anyhow the culture is gonna die so every culture comes with what elements of self preservation so when you are born in the culture they begin to inculcate their culture into you they begin to pump the culture into you they begin to program your thinking to conform to the culture they begin to co program your language to conform to the culture they begin to, pro to program your, the way you process information to conform to the culture so that the culture can continue being a culture are you hearing me oh, yes. but when you become born again the bible says you have to rebel against that culture you have to move away from that culture don't walk like them don't talk like them don't behave like them walk away from that culture I receive I receive are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Don't walk as other Gentiles walk. How were they walking? They were walking according to their culture. They were thinking according to their culture. They were speaking according to their culture. They were doing everything according to their culture. They were used to that kind of life, that kind of talking, that kind of doing stuff. Am I talking to somebody out here? But when you became born again, you were disconnected from that culture. When you became born again, you were disconnected from that background. Are you hearing me you are now a spirit being say i am spirit i am spirit now we need to put you into a school a school of spirits oh yes where we begin to educate spirits oh, and yes. how to speak like spirits how to think like spirits how to behave like spirits how to operate like spirits someone say yes yes oh boy when you understand how to operate like a spirit, you know that there's no distance in the spirit. Oh, yes. Whether someone is in South Sudan, you say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. <laughs> oh, yes. Woo! Whether someone is in Vanuatu, you say, in the realm of the spirit, I can see diabetes right there. You say, receive your healing. <laughs> oh my God, my God, my Power. God. Power. I receive. I am dangerous. I am dangerous.
don't look at yourself as a human being. You graduated from the class of humans. You moved into a different dimension. A dimension of spirits. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So the Bible says you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk. In the vanity of their minds. Being alienated from the life of God. Through the ignorance that is in them. Are you hearing me? These people are so ignorant. So they are walking around. You know, they don't know what is happening around them. But you have been graduated from that mobile. You are not one of them. You are not part of them. I'm not talking to someone out here. You become born again. We have to educate you now as a spirit you have to train you as a spirit you can speak as a spirit you can think as a spirit you can walk as a spirit you can function as a spirit say yes yes i receive i receive say i'll never be the same again say never 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 say the old me old me out of the window out of the window Oh, yes. My God. My God. My God. Because of the blindness of their heart. So these people, these Gentiles, because of their ignorance, because of the blindness of their hearts, they carry on and, you know, living their life they are living. But listen to this. Listen. Being, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, to wake all uncleanness with greenness. But you have not so learned Christ. That's verse number 20. So in other words, understanding Jesus, the revelation of Jesus, leads you into the revelation of yourself. Oh yes. Mm, oh hearing. yes. You are not hearing me. The revelation of Jesus leads into a second revelation. And that is the revelation of you. I receive. Our problem in the church today, we know too much about demons. We have mastered demonology, but we haven't mastered Christology. Amen. Every Jim and Jack knows about demons. Oh, yes. Every Jim and Jack knows about false prophets. Yes. Amen. If they are false, it means they are also true. If they are false prophets, then they are also what? True prophets. Oh, yes. You see, people understand the demonology, but they don't understand the Christology. Amen. You need to master Christology. Because the mastery of Christology is a revelation of who you are. Not only do you understand what you have become, you also understand how to function and operate. So, you as a child of God, now that you know that you are a spirit, there is a process that you need to undertake. Godiva, hmm. Baba. Yeah. Yeah. Godiva. <laughs> oh, my God, my God, my God. My God. There is a process that you need to undertake. Now that you know that there's a conflict within the you, there is this old man, and then there's the one who has become born again, who is a spirit being. There is a conflict, and the Bible says these two are contrary one to the other. Oh, yes. Amen. You see, Malawian versus Christian. Amen. 
Can I go one level deeper? Go deeper, Papa. Indian versus Christ Ian. Oh, yes. Fijian versus Christ Ian. Indonesian versus Christ Ian. So, <laughs> South Sudanese versus Christ Ian. So, you see that you are living with people in your houses, husband and wife. And then one day, you don't know, you don't know who I am. I will teach you who I am. I thought you are a Christian. What kind of a person are you hiding within yourself? Are you hearing me? Nice. You need to come to a place where you resolve. There will be only one me and one me. And that one me is called Christian. Are you hearing me? Anything not consistent with Christ. Oh boy. You begin to hold it by the, by the neck. One by one, by the neck. Kabaya Satama. Say today I break you in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. I kick you out of my life oh, yes. in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me, somebody? So the Bible says you put off concerning the former conversation. Now that word conversation is not a conversation that you have with your friend. It's behavior. It's behavior. The Bible says you should what? Put off. You should put off. You should put off. I'm not saying don't eat your catch your food. Eat it. I'm not saying don't speak your mother language. Speak it. But speak it through your Christ. Oh yes. Amen. You're not hearing me. You speak it through Christ. You filter out every nonsense from that language. In terms of thinking, filter out every kind of thinking which is not consistent with your Christ. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, Samar? Don't say hi in Australia. This is how we talk. F you, F what? No! Say no! It's not Australian that you ought to imitate. Oh, amen. Say Christ Ian. Christ Ian. Ah, you're not hearing me. Oh, yeah, yeah, Papa. We're following. Are you hearing me? It's in the culture. You are not part of that culture. You are now a Christian. Born again. Spitfield. Um, mm, mm. Are you hearing me? You have not so learned Christ. You have not so learned Christ. Christ, the one we preach. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? The one we teach. There are things that are consistent with him. In the way you speak. The way you react to situations. In the way you think. In the way you treat people. Are you hearing me? Amen. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. If it so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. The problem is when people go to church, they tell each other stories. 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 Number one, the person trying to show you Christ has never met Christ. He has only read about him on a page of a book. Amen. 
But when you meet a person who has met Christ, who has walked with the Christ, who has talked with the Christ, you know that there's something different about this person. Oh, yes. There is a Christology in the demonstration. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? There is a display of Christology. Whether it's in the anointing and the power, whether it's in the healing and the deliverance, whether it's in the character and the way they talk, you know that there's Christology inside this person. Say yes. Yes. You are not hearing me. We are hearing you, Papa. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Okay, I'm fasting. <laughs> are you hearing me? Oh, yes. You have learned Christ. You have been taught Christ. So, begin to when we talk about the process of putting off the old man concerning the former conversation which is corrupt according to the deceived lust, that process is when you look at Christ ask yourself the question is this language I'm using consistent with that man called Christ? Amen. If it is not consistent, if it is not consistent you grab that language Kick it out. Amen. Ah, no, prophet, me. Anger, anger. Problem. My, my problem is anger. It is not your problem. That's the old man. Amen. Oh, yes. Ah. Do you still love me? Oh, yes. We love you, Papa. Should I continue? Continue, please. Oh, you're like, uh -uh. Now I love him half percent. <laughs> Do you still love me? Oh, yes. The problem is not, I don't know, it's, 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 it's one of those things which is an enigma. Why? Because we become born again and then no one really explains things in detail. What has happened to us? So we kind of, you know, grow up in the dark, you know, try this, try that. We get by. To be where we are today. We just get by. But listen to me. Listen to me. Where we are heading to. It's either you are born again. Or you are not born again. Amen. You cannot afford to be 50-50. It's either you are showing Christ. Or you are showing the devil. Amen. Where we are going to. Christianity will be very expensive. Uh, you are not hearing me. Where we are going to. Is either you are in Christ. Or outside Christ. Why? Because you may need to pay with your life. Yes, amen. You are not hearing me. Are you hearing me? You may need to die for your faith. Yes. So don't die for half faith. You better have the genuine faith. When you die for it, it should count. Oh, yes. It is no longer politically correct. For you to be Christian. Amen. It is no longer correct. There are so many forces fighting against that. So many legislations, every single day in parliament being introduced against you being you. Yes. Amen. They want you to become a conformist. To conform to this present world. But the Bible says do not be conformed. 
to this present world. If you are not hearing me. Be not conformed to the what? To the world. In other words, be a non-conformist. Why? Because the Christ that you are learning is not consistent with the world. Amen. Why? The life that you have in you is not the life of the world. It is the life of Christ in you, which is contrary to the life which is in the world. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say yes. Yes. You cannot manage to conform. Unless you lose your faith. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. You cannot manage to conform. So be ready to pay with your life. To pay with your own blood. But it has to be the genuine thing. Amen. Say today. Today. Anything. Anything not consistent, not consistent with the Christ. With Christ, say I put you off. I put you off. I put you off. I put you off. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty. I know the obvious question is okay. I understand what we are saying, prophet. But how? Someone say how? How do I put off the old man? That's the question. How? How? Someone say how? How? Hello. A teacher of the gospel can never be a good teacher until he has got an answer to that question. How? There's no point condemning people for the bad thing if you can't show them how to move away from that thing. Amen. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Amen. So how do you put off the old man? The Bible has given you a clue right there in the next verse. Be what? Be renewed. In the what? In the spirit of your mind. So it's a process. Someone said it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. It's not something that just happens. Boom. Hey, look, I'm, not, I'm talking different. I'm thinking different. No, it's a process. Someone said process. Process. So you put off concerning the former conversation, the what? The old man. Which is what? Corrupt. According to the deceitful lust. So in other words, the lust of the flesh, they corrupt the old man. They pro let, me, let me put it in this way. They program a person in a negative way. Amen. They, they corrupt the person. It's programming the person in a what? A negative way. So if people are given to anger, you see, from a child, there's no baby who is born angry. Amen. So, so imagine you're visiting your sister at the hospital. You look at the baby, the little thing is looking at you, like, ready to punch you. No baby is born angry. The anger is lame. The anger is lendy. The anger is provoked and programmed into the child. Amen. Now, the anger is an element of corruption. It corrupts the emotions of the child. Oh, you are not hearing me. Oh, yes. If a child is born, you say a child is born innocent. When a child undergoes a time of being abused, what happens to the child? They are programmed. The abuse programs the person in a particular way. Where they corrupt their innocence. They corrupt their emotions. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? 
That's how corruption happens. Oh, yes. So that at the end of the day, the old man is corrupted by the experiences that we go through Amen. in life. Trusting. Trusting is natural to a child. You are not hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Are you hearing me? Trusting is what? Natural to a child. Until some corrupt individuals appear somewhere somehow, corrupt the emotions of the child. Once they've been corrupted, the child becomes untrusting. Imagine innocently trying to get married. I'm not saying you're a man or a woman. I'm just saying innocent trying to get married. And then you meet wrong three, four individuals in the journey. They will corrupt the innocence and the beauty of the whole experience of getting married. It is corrupted. Amen. So when you become born again, all those learned experiences, they still form part of your conversation. They form part of who you were as an old person. What becomes born again is your spirit, not the flesh, not the mind. Are you hearing me? Your spirit is has now become what? Born again. And then the Bible says, now that you are born again, you begin a journey of putting off the old man. Oh, yes. Who has been corrupted. So there is hope in Christ. It doesn't matter how painful the experience was. There is healing in Christ. It doesn't matter how deep the experience was. There is healing in Christ. Amen. That God can restore you to a, to a time of innocence again. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? We are not condoning what happened. We are condemning what happened. It was the wrong thing. Are you hearing me? We don't condone it, but we are refusing for you to remain in the same experience. For you to be bound by the same experience. We refuse for you to remain there. Are you hearing me? When you become born again, you can shadow off the old man. Oh, yes. Begin to walk in the new of life. Say yes. Yes. Say I refuse. I refuse to remain. To remain a prisoner. A prisoner of my previous experiences. My previous experience. Emotionally. Emotionally. Mentally. Mentally. Financially. Financially. Spiritually. Spiritually. Say I refuse. I refuse to remain there. To remain there. Say I break you. I break you. I break you. I break you. I put you off. I put you off. In the name of Jesus. When you give yourself to a time of prayer and fasting. Fasting is a dampener. It dampens your emotions. Fasting is a dampener. It what? It dampens your emotions. Fasting is a killer. It kills your emotions. Amen. Fasting is a killer. It kills the old man. Oh, yes. Because what feeds the old man is the physical food. Amen. What feeds anger is the physical food. Amen. <laughs> oh dear, Papa. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. What feeds anger is what? Physical food. Fast. 
Now someone, they, when they pick a fight with you, you just walk away. You have no more energy in you to fight back. But after eating KFC. <laughs> Amen. You don't fight <laughs> on an empty stomach. <laughs> you fight on a full stomach. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes, we hear you, Papa. I don't know whether you're hearing me. That old man is kept alive by physical food. Now, there are things that you need to understand. Christ, our Lord and our Savior, that he went into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. I know that we read three temptations at the end of that passage in Luke 4 and Matthew chapter 4. But I've told you that the temptations of Christ didn't happen in those three things. It wasn't just three days or three hours or three weeks. Or no. It was the whole 40 days and 40 nights. Only that the, there are three classes of areas where the devil fight you when you go into a time of fasting. Amen. If you cannot defeat the devil in those three areas, any given day, the devil shall have dominion over you. Yeah. Number one is the lust of the flesh. Yeah. What the flesh wants. It's not that the, it's not the, the issue is not the, that when the flesh wants chicken, it's wrong. No, it's a flesh. It must eat, it must eat flesh. But, someone say, but, but, you must be a master over that desire. Amen. So, the flesh must not dictate to you when it should eat. You should tell the flesh, shut up right now and keep quiet. Oh, yes. I'll feed you when I want to. Oh, yes. So, even if you're not fasting sometimes, just say, ah, today, flesh, I want to teach you a lesson. You're not eating chicken. Amen. Dominate your flesh. Oh, yes. It's not everything it wants that you must be running around to provide for it. No. Be the master of it. It's time to get angry. Tell flesh, shut up. You're not getting angry. It wants to answer back. Tell hey, your mouth. Quiet. Amen. Ah, you see, especially when you are justified to answer back. Tell your mouth you are not answering back. And then you feel everything and you go, I need to tell them a piece of my mind. That's why the Bible says, renew that mind as well. Amen. <laughs> Hi. So fasting kills. Say fasting kills. Fasting kills. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. 
It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings. And it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.